everything and E3 is just I, I don't think I could handle E3 this year I'm so glad I didn't go this year oh mate me too I'm just it's been like four years five years since I've been and I'm really happy for it I sound a bit do you need a me. hug I need multiple hugs I think no it's a bit awkward yeah, you can have one no I don't want it don't want it welcome along then to our exciting two-parter the E3 specials there are no quizzes none quizzes it's um, almost as if neither of us could be bothered but it's actually because E3 I mean obviously it's a it's a big dollop of it's a great gob of gaming fun and what a return Dollops to form straight onto your coffee table this year it was w wasn't it let's find out more Welcome to another module of uh, another checkpoint module, module 19, I think. No one cares. Nobody cares. What's the point, hashtag? Yeah. Or do you do hashtag what's the point? I never know. How oh, I works. like the idea of doing the hashtag backwards. That's a really <laughs> fun idea. Let's start doing backwards do hashtags. That? Does it work? Do you think it'll work? Nope. Okay. Try it. What's the point, hashtag? Uh, <laughs> wow. So you're tired. You've just moved house. Yes. Well, I haven't moved. We've well, just uh, acquired, another, acquired one. another one in the... Uh, you know, mm. as it were. Yeah. Um, but yes. Do you need a Do you need a pyroton or something? No, thanks. Okay. Antihistamines. I don't take antihistamines because they wear off after like you get used to them. Your body gets used to them, so you have to keep changing up the antihistamines. And right. For those of you that are listening in the southern hemisphere, obviously it's the summertime here, and there is terrible, terrible pollen. Yeah. Even though there are, and it's because there are no insects. There are no insects pollinating. Therefore, the pollen has gone mental. Well, you know, here's the thing with pollen uh, and it going into your eye. Mm. I mean, what are the plants doing? They're procreating. What's that that's going straight into your left eye? Steady. It's, Steady. You know? Uh, so you're exhausted from that. I'm, and E3. I'm, I'm hungry and angry. I'm hangry because um, I've been eating like a Syrian refugee for the last five days. We don't eat much, and especially after Ramadan. So don't, actually... Yeah. No, but this was... Actually, I, yeah, I knew you were going to do this. Actually. This is exactly why I brought it up. <laughs> Go for it. How dare you post in the middle of Ramadan that you're going for some kind of rationing exercise... And everybody's starving in the middle of summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to ration myself. If I just eat a couple of things, I can have a bowl of fruit this evening. Well, whoop, do -do for well you. we're trying to help your You've brethren and sistren and uncle ren and auntie ren. We're doing beans? it to raise money for your brethren and we, sistren. We don't need your grandma. money. We just need your food. We don't even need your food. We just need you not to do it in Ramadan. I mean, it's bad enough. How dare you? This is literally... <laughs> A new franchise called The Fasting and the Furious. <laughs> I like it. I know. I like it. Very good. I've been waiting for five days to say that. Oh. I feel better now. <laughs> so let's talk about E3. Yes, E3. E3. E sorry, E3. E3. No, E3 is... We've only got E2. We've got E1 and E2. Yeah, so, I know. You know that's, that's what I was going to say as well. It's quite funny. Yeah. I like it. Good, 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 uh, good joke. Come on then. So what for you were the standout bits of E3? Borderlands, Halo, and Microsoft with their new, with their new console, the right, Scarlet. The Scarlet. 
I mean, who would have thought? We were talking about this only a few yeah. podcasts ago. Who would have we? thought that a console would be named after Scarlet Moffat? I know. I off know. Of Box. I know. Just no nonsense. <laughs> really down to earth <laughs> really console. To really earth. approachable and friendly. <laughs> yeah. But funny. Funny. Just really funny. Why not? I know. We're not bubbly. Really it's but bubbly. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? We were talking about the console cycles. Do you remember we were discussing how yes. I didn't expect there to be a console cycle? However, there was. You know, the console cycles have got shorter and shorter as the technology's got mm. kind of better. Yes. But, you know, the PlayStation Pro, PlayStation 4 Pro, still upscaled. It's still not true 4K. And here we are with Microsoft Scarlet now announcing their next generation of high definition, or oh, ultra high definition gaming. Uh, it looks amazing. And finally, Halo is back. We saw teasers of Halo over the last year. I think it was shown at the last E3 or the last Gamescom. There was just one at the Microsoft conference. They did show a snippet of the Master Chief and everybody lost their minds. Mm. Um, but we see more now and we mm. can see that this is now the flagship. This is back to old school Halo title partnering with the release of, of, of their new console. I cannot wait to get my hands on Scarlet. And especially now with the cross-platform. But not Moffat, emphatically. Well, not... not no, because I you, mean, no. No, no. Because this is not appropriate. Uh, I I got a question. Yeah, please. Who's going to bother with 8K? Because I... You know, I have a television the size of a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 4K, and you know what? It's staggering. And I can't see a single jagged edge. This is a future-proofing thing. It's the same thing as asking, if we go back to the WDC from the Apple conference a few weeks ago as well, we were talking about the Mac Pro, and I've been waiting for a long time. The Mac Pro, all in all, costs about 10 grand, right? But the point, but the point of it is, it's future-proofed. And this is, I think... <laughs> you mean it will help you grow your own vegetables <laughs> and fight off raiders? Because that's the future. <laughs> well... Maybe in a virtual reality or augmented reality cool. world, it might help you. You never know. It might create some kind of uh, uh, a kind of augmented reality layer on top of you. Yeah, oh, look, I put you. a smiley face over the top of the savage <laughs> horde who are going to come and steal all my crops. But if we get back to uh, the Scarlets, the yeah. point is 8K is going to come. You and I know. I mean, the mm. BBC were trialing 8K in the Olympics in 2012. They were trialing it in Beijing. You know, we, we no, know. They, they were trialing 4K. They were trialing 8K in Beijing. Beijing, they right. were so they were try. It was a trial. It was never ever. It was never broadcast. But this no. is stuff that they were doing behind the scenes to right, the right. next generation of. Well, then that's, uh, that is sweet of you to say you and I know. Like, oh yeah, I have some very top level meetings. Yeah, at the right, BBC. Right, right. I don't know any. Of well, this. They, they're always at the at the point, and it's the same. I think Microsoft are taking from the kind of leaders in their field. So the BBC has always been a leader in broadcast up until they decided to give uh, pensioners the opportunity to pay for their license fee. Um, and Quite stop right. spending Quite programming. Right, so. Quite right, so. Um, the Apple has been always at the forefront of technology, and Apple used to do this all the time. Apple has had high-resolution screens and high-resolution... Like, it's had 4K for a long time. It's had touchscreens for a long time. And the point of the matter is, is that these outlets or these platforms or these companies or corporations or organisations or whatever you want to call them, mm. um, we trust Apple and we trust the BBC to an extent that when they release something, it's just going to work. And I think... This is a stab in the back to the to Sony, basically saying, you guys, you haven't even got a true 4K console I yet. See, okay, right. We're already on 8K. And this now, if you buy an 8K console, we go back to those old, old cycles, those console cycles of 10 years. Gotcha. You will not have to buy. I mean, there will be a slim version, an updated version like there always is. Yeah, and the one with the peanut. 
yeah. dispenser is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like the milk frother, but I mean, that's a whole oh, other thing. That's nice. um, but yeah, absolutely. So this is Microsoft basically it, killing as many birds as it can with one right. stone, bringing Halo back as a flagship, bringing a brand new console. Only what 2013 was when they launched the Xbox One X. Right. So you know, this is this is a whole this is a whole new system after five years, six years. It's unprecedented, and we'd already seen the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, mm. um, and the Xbox One is what I meant in 2013, and now we're seeing the Scarlet. So we've seen three or four different iterations, whereas we're seeing with Sony, there's been a slim, there's been a pro, and there's been a stagnation. Mm. Um, but on top of that, you've got that cross-platform multiplayer now on Microsoft. Do you think Sony's not kind of going, do you know what? We don't have to spend all that money on R&D and publicity. We're just happily selling PlayStation 4s. And, and quite rightly, they should be because they have this. been winning the, the race. This console rotation, Sony, the PlayStation 4 has done much better than Microsoft. And a lot of it is down to exclusive titles and games that you can only get on the Sony platform. However, Microsoft in the last couple of years has, has been kind of um, uh, uh, countering that. So they've been buying up studios. Ninja Theory, uh, which is an incredible studio, incredible games with... Um, Ninjas. No, 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 not really ninjas, Theory. but really, really the Cambridge based, they're really kind of story driven games. So, and, and a huge weight in the gaming industry. Anybody, you know, your Ninja Theory is a, is a big kind oh, of, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. a, anyway, a Scarlet Moffat will tell you. Yeah, absolutely. A Scarlet Moffat oh, will I love show that. You. It's great. But oh, the point of the matter so is, is that there, are, there wasn't Scarlet at all. No, uh, she's no. Newcastle, isn't she? Newcastle, yeah, she's something like that. Something like that. Geordie, <laughs> she's Geordie. I'm going to hell now. Um, I can never visit Newcastle now. No, no. Bye bye. Everybody. Nobody's bye listening. Bye. It's fine. Yeah. Um, What's the point? So, hashtag. Oh, hashtag. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, so so <laughs> that's my the most just... pointless hashtag. <laughs> the one that is actually just a space bar. Brilliant. <laughs> just a hashtag. Just put a hashtag. Oh. Hashtag hashtag. Uh, that no, that's funny. probably huge. Oh, maybe it probably is. So there's that. Um, other big news is Google. Have you seen the Google Stadia? This, this is the whole kind of uh, cloud gaming. gaming. Yes. Mm. It's not the first time that somebody's tried this. So there's a company called OnLive that tried this about eight years ago. Um, and the point was... Well, let's not forget the seminal uh, bubble game that you could play on your Sky Interactive box about 20 years ago. I don't know this. Oh, if you want to go that far, let's go even further and go to Bamboozle on oh, CFAX. Oh, CFAX, sure. Um, so... You know, there are, there are, there are big been games. some great streaming games. <laughs> Can you have those streaming games on CFAX? It's yeah. proper streaming. I mean, that, that is the definition of streaming, sure. just one line yeah, at yeah, a yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Google Stadia, which was a bit of a surprise. That's a streaming service. It's a video game service. I didn't really do too much digging into that, to be honest with you. I need to do a little bit more research. From, but from what I understand, this is a platform like the OnLive platform used to be, where you would be able to stream games and play games directly through a streaming service. Our internet connection are much better now than they were eight or nine years ago. Um, and we are seeing companies like Microsoft and Sony use the cloud computing. So being able to, so for example, Crackdown 3, which was a, a, an Xbox exclusive, used cloud computing in order to destruct a whole environment. They're called wrecking zones. And any anything, buildings, trees, what, how, no matter how high or small, you could destroy um, and they would tumble and collapse and, and they use cloud computing so we are now at the stage where we can do that i got some questions go for it i might not be able to answer one really the internet really that yeah. much data really yeah question two cloud computing mm -hmm. now is that cloud cloud computing servers yeah worse or better 
for the, the environment. environment. So it depends, like anything, it depends on how they're powered. If you know, you, mm. we could start going down that argument again of renewables and non-renewables and how these companies are powered. But uh, yeah, some like one hundred and thirty-four thousand people affected by Chernobyl. No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. It's so easy. No, it's, it's not. So easy. It's not. It's so I just, easy. I was like 134. The fasting and the furious. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, that is a valid question. How much power do we take? But cloud computing, I would have thought that it would be a lot better because you've not got each device drawing its own energy. Yeah, sure. You know, and then connecting to another things. router and then connecting to it. So, so I would have thought the ecosystem would have been better. I'll go away and I'll do some research on that because I think it's a very valid question. Oh, thanks. Um, which is good. So that, I'm glad I passed your test. So, <laughs> so yeah, so um, so Google Stadia, which is very, very exciting for me. And then obviously I've, we've spoken about Is that how you have to say it? Stadia? Stadia? Stadia. I, th- I think, I don't know, it's Stadia. I say Stadia. Google Stadia. It's like the, it's like the Lancer. It's like the Fabia, the advert. Well, I was going down the Lancer route, but... The new Skoda <laughs> Fabia. Fabia. It's, it's Fabia. Fabia, mate. It's Fabia. Fabia. Fab- oh, Fabia. I don't know, it's with Fabian Society. No, but Fabian, Fabia, oh. Yeah, I You suppose. don't talk, oh, uh, I had another one. (laughs) Carry on. Brilliant. Um, And then Borderlands, which I've spoken to you about in great detail. I love Borderlands. We finally get to see Borderlands. Now, is it hard Borderlands or or soft Borderlands? Think Trump's image. And um, and that's the kind of borderlands you're looking at. It's right. a so dystopian, it's the, crazy world with you a know, wall. With, with a wall. So wall. those are my. And then and then there are other things like Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know if you've come across that or seen that. That's the guys that made The Witcher. So CD okay. Project, which are based in Poland. Incredible. Everybody's been waiting for this game for a long time. And Keanu Reeves is going to yes. be starring in that. So um, yeah. It, I mean, E3 apparently was, he's going to go. Whoa. <laughs> Apparently. It's a rumour. He might go, whoa. It's all about Keanu He's never done it before, but this could be the one. This could be the one. Isn't Bill and Ted's Adventure coming this year? Or was it next year? Three. Yeah. I'm a bit concerned about that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> you're worried they're going to harm the franchise. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> because uh, universally acclaimed is probably the greatest film ever made, uh, Bill and Ted Part 2. Oh, no, wait, The Godfather. <laughs> um Shall I tell you my funny bits that I found exciting? Yeah, do, and then we'll come back to the more news that I've got. Go for it. Because <laughs> mine are pathetic. Go so on. I just thought, you know. Well, uh, the the news that uh, Animal Crossing's being delayed for a year, and that's sad. You, that's you, see, sad. you think that that's ridiculous, but Animal Crossing has a huge following. Hugely popular. No, I, I don't, when I mean sad, I don't mean I'm sad. I mean it's sad news. It is sad news, but you were yeah. almost saying it sarcastically. no. Because there are people no, no, listening no. that would love Animal no. Crossing. Spike, this week, my little boy, hmm. uh, he's uh, he's got into Animal Crossing on the DS. Oh, great. And he's having a great time. But he got very stressed because Dizzy sent him a letter uh, that was a bit snarky. Oh, really? <laughs> um, saying, uh, huh, well, don't see you pulling up any weeds or something like that. Uh, and Spike said... Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm writing a letter. I was like, oh, right. Who, who are you writing it to? He's like, oh, I'm writing it to Dizzy. I was like, okay. Lizzy? D- Dizzy. <laughs> no, I know. All right, is it, uh, are you, everything okay? He's like, no, oh, well, he sent me this letter saying, you know, I wasn't putting up any weeds, you know, but, you know, I'm the mayor of cute. <laughs> I was no like, spike. okay. 
So what are you writing? He said, I'm writing this. Dear Dizzy, I am the boss. Love from Spike. <laughs> he was quite Oi. like, how? all right, mate. All right. Yeah. He takes it very seriously. And you forget that characters in Animal Time, they get really... Offensive. Hissy, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Well, this, I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is how Japanese RPG games work. They always have been, whether they're for kids or mm. for adults. There is, this is what we're talking about, the difference between JRPGs and RPGs. The kind of the Western side of RPGs is a lot more kind of focused on the... Not so much the, the story, the side tricks, but more about your character development and your character skills and, you know, what branch, what tree you're going to go down to kind of explore. Whereas the Japanese is not just that. It's about mm. your personalities and your relationships and, and everything. Yeah. Um, and, and, and your interrelation and the relationships with the other characters, it, it becomes quite a big deal, which is why things like these Japanese girlfriends, these digital Japanese girlfriends are a big deal which is why games like persona the franchise persona which is why the remake of final fantasy 7 which we've saw announced these are huge huge titles because they're not just games that you play through to progress your character and increase a skill tree of something you invest in your character and you spend literally hundreds of hours with this character it becomes a part of you so so and, and they start them early i mean animal crossing is a perfect example zelda i mean if you remember the old school zelda games it's the same thing do you mm. know what i mean pokemon the success of pokemon has been purely because of the relationship that you build with your pokemon so and i know that's the generation kind of after us but you you, you can see that influence you know how important it is when oh. things like pokemon go get released or the new gold or silver or blue or red or whatever hell the colors they're doing oh. get released i think taupe is the next one Pokemon Taupe. No, Pokemon Sword and Shield. This was revealed at E3, yes. wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think, I can't remember if it was Sword and Shield, but yeah, Nintendo had a good, they had, they a, had good a good run. run, didn't they? They had a really good run. And, and actually, this is the thing that we were talking about, you know, that third party developers accessing that platform. And, mm. you know, we've got things... Just before we move on from Animal Crossing. Yes. I have slight, I have a slight concern that they're basically remaking Lost because the new one's on the desert island and you sort of come to on the beach and it's, that's just like the opening of Lost. Yeah. So I like Except the idea there's of, no massive engines. Like Tom Tom Nook is basically Jacob, you know, <laughs> on the island. And, you know, I, I just like the idea of some ancillary character coming up and saying, did you see the grey smoke coming through the woods? <laughs> I love you know? it. They did make a Lost video game. It was appalling. It was appalling. Well, of course it was. Um, Have we talked? Oh, go on. The worst show ever made. Lost. Yes. Lost got lost after the second season. Backstory Island. Oh, what was your problem with Lost? Uh, There was this whole kind of stuff going on, but you'd like to know what it is. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll tell you in my own sweet time. You better, oh, what's happened now? Hang on a second. (laughs) Layer upon layer of intrigue. What can be going on here? I bet you'd like to, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know. I've set this all up and I don't. Oh, what could possibly be going on? Oh, ah, ah, but wait, but first, a flashback. Oh, yes, you sat through the flashback, and now we'll advance what's going on right now for another 30... Oh, wait, another flashback. It's like, it's not interesting. It doesn't affect the way I see this character. Nothing. You bring nothing new with the backstory. It's just filler. Tell me what's going on on the island. Oh, no, wait. 
flash forwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, the flash forwards. Okay, thing. now I don't care about what's happening on the island because now I'm only interested. Yes, but I bet you want to know what the numbers make. Yes, tell me anything. Well, I'm not going to resolve them, and it was all a dream, and they're all in limbo. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I sat through how many hours? I know, I know, I know. Waiting for the payoff. Yeah. It was like going and seeing a stand-up show for like 87 hours. With someone just doing setup lines, and then the punchline was because it wanted to cross the road. Pay attention, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. I think the thing I I, um, I hated that program, mm. but I, I I felt compelled to watch it, and it's the same. Yeah, because it's it, the promise of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was. You're right. What it, it promises was. is amazing, and then what it delivers is absolutely. Nothing. It was that like, the, the the last scene that I remember seeing as yes. in this is the last one that I remember in my head and I'm sure there were other scenes after it but the moment I switched off was when they were all in this church and then that ben, was the last scene oh was that it yeah yeah and then Ben we had turned, to find a way to get to you Ben turned the okay. thing and then all of the and then the island disappeared or whatever and it's just I don't but so you can cool. apply this to video games. This is the problem interesting this is the problem that you have with sequels and I think this is the problem that you have a good game, so you can apply this to Assassin's Creed, you can apply this almost to Borderlands to an extent, you can apply it to Halo, Call of Duty definitely, you know, the, these are the things that happen, you build and you build and you build and you build the hype and everybody gets excited and they stay with you for two games, maybe three games. Yeah. But if nothing progresses and nothing changes, mm. then you've lost them. Hmm. And I think this is where CD Projekt, the guys that did The Witcher, who are doing Cyberpunk 2077, and Rockstar are in a whole league of their own. Because no matter what you say about the games, whether you like them or not, whether you're invested in them or, or not, or however you, you see them, they don't put out a bad game. They don't put out bad yeah. games. And, and, and they know when to kill a friend. The Witcher 3, hmm. the best Witcher that has ever been released. And that's saying mm. something because The Witcher 2 was incredible and The Witcher was phenomenal. Mm. So, you, you know... Because we've been talking about Witch Witcher, the magazine. Yes, we yeah. have. No, we haven't. Oh. Um, have we? I don't know. <laughs> um, don't know. I've lost, I've lost me. But this, but this is the thing and I think you can apply that lost mechanic to games like that. It's the same with... Even the overmilking of a franchise. Yeah, even with sport titles. We see it a lot in sport titles. Especially sport. I mean, sport. Mm. FIFA. I mean, EA are, are notorious. EA are notorious for cash cowing stuff. Um, you know, well, we've spoken about this before. So they'll keep a license and they'll keep it now. But sport, kind that, of by de definition, is just endlessly repetitive anyway. I mean, who cares? Oh, well. It's not like this season. Watch football like you've never watched before. No, but this time, the ball explodes every fifty seconds. But there is an argument that no two games are ever the same. Whatever sport you're watching, you they know, you are. Watch... They really are. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but it the, was no, no. The way you get to it's not about the score. It's about the journey. Oh, who cares about journey? Right. So, um, speaking of which, I was surprised there was no journey on the playstation a new follow-up journey which would have been lovely yeah but that see that studio they they just make things and then move on don't yeah, they absolutely. that's the point yeah 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 and i think that's because those indie titles and... yeah absolutely those kind of exploration mm. kind of experiences if you like which are which are oh, that's good and that is about the journey that's it, really it really really is about the journey which is great and so so i think it's important to note that when you you know if a franchise dies then there's a reason for it and yeah and, and actually 
what upsets me is if we can go back to the Assassin's Creed example, or even you know Splinter Cell, Black Cell, uh, Splinter Cell, Splinter, the Splinter Cell titles. Um, they were great. They were really good. Their stealth action uh, seemed to be picking on Ubisoft here for no other reason other than it was Ubisoft. But um, the stick of that's, truth. That's um, the stick. That's of a truth. West Country cuss, isn't it? <laughs> Ubisoft. Ubisoft, love. Yeah. Um, the Stick of You'd Truth. Be right soft. Followed by the uh, the Crack Butthole. Was it? The Crack the, the, the Hole. The Fractured Butthole. The Fractured Butthole. The Fractured Butthole was nowhere near as good as a game as the, as the mm. first one. So that felt like a bit like a cash cow. Assassin's Creed, on the other hand, started off... I really liked the first one. Not many people did. I thought it was great. And I think a lot of it was to do with the fact that I was running around Damascus and I knew exactly where I was, yeah. um, which was lovely. Um, but then that just got better and better and better. And then it kind of lulled a little bit. It went into a bad place. And then it came back out again. But I think there are studios that don't bother especially when they've got IPs that could do well. And I'm talking, I'm looking at UEA. You know, you've got some great, some great IP that you're just kind of putting on the back burner so you can get FIFA out, Madden out. These are the ones that bring the money. They've now got Star Wars, which I, which we can talk about in a little while. Yes. Um, which was, uh, I mean, that looks incredible. But that's by Respawn, the guys that did Titanfall, which are, which are great. So, so we have this problem with character development, I think, within the industry. And we're not seeing enough... Or we're seeing too much of them. It's the same with Agent 47 from the Hitman franchise. The first game was amazing. The second game was great. Third game was crap. And then it kind of went downhill. Square Enix brought out IDOS. So they brought out the Tomb Raider franchise and the Hitman franchise. And they've now got Marvel, which we can come on to and talk to in a little bit as well, which is oh. interesting. Um, but I feel like Marvel's like palm oil. It's just everywhere. Well, it produces, it's everything. It just it's just all there much. is. It's yeah. just palm oil. It's just palm oil being you know? farmed. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, 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 the franchises. What I, what annoys me is when franchises kind of go. Um, all right. Yes, we're, we're doing we're doing a new franchise of this this IP. And uh, uh, what's hot right now? Which we incorporate that's hot. Uh, crafting. There's crafting in Animal Crossing. There's always been crafting in Animal Crossing. Not no, not in you make you get sticks and you make an axe. That's Minecraft. Leave it to Minecraft. No, there's when I want to do that, I'll play Minecraft. There's always been crafting in Animal Crossing because you have to craft fish, uh, fishing rods. No, you just buy a fishing rod. You can buy one if you want. You just buy it. Why are you getting so angry? Because crafting is boring and annoying and fiddly. It's been a mechanic. Let me have something or not have something. Don't say, oh, you need three more wood for the fishing rod. I don't I don't care. Give it to me or don't give it to me. Go play something else then. They've all got crafting! Well, crafting is a mechanic that's been around for a very long time. It's been around since Minecraft! It hasn't in my world. That's your world. Sorry, I'm doing a lost flashback and now it's me at school. Oh, did you play Donkey Kong? Ow, 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 sorry, ow, get off, ow! In Minecraft! <laughs> You're right, Jake. Yeah, fine, thanks, mate. Somebody getting some food. I mean, it's just. <laughs> it's just. I find I'm very bored of rice. Uh, why? White rice. Get some white brown rice. rice. Yeah, I've had some brown rice so and why I'm better are you still for eating it. white rice then? I'm not, because I'm bored of Get it. some orzo. It's so bo- That doesn't... You can't have orzo. Why? Because it's pasta. So? That's cheating. Why is it cheating? I'm trying to help your brethren and sistren. But what I don't understand what the difference between wheat and rice is. So I had an allocation of wheat and I made flatbreads. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's gone now. That fun is over. The frying is over. <laughs> and so is this episode. Uh, it's slightly shorter, but we're going to be doing more E3 fun and games uh, next time. We want to know what you... Uh, what, Big what time. Your, yeah, what your favourite announcements from E3 Remember, were. Remember, it's Checkpoint Mzine at... And what's the point hashtag? Yep. Um, we do want to know because, I mean, obviously we're doing top level stuff. Um, can I quickly apologize to Jay Mintz? Um, because I think I went yeah. a bit a bit hardcore last time on the podcast. I just basically said, this is not a podcast for geekiness and this, that, and the other. So, Did you? Yeah. I think Why'd I, you do that? I don't know. You didn't Was stop Was I drunk? Me. I don't know. You didn't stop I'm me. barely conscious. Oh my God. But let us know what you think, uh, <laughs> what, what you think of E3 this year, what your titles are, what you're looking forward to. Mm. Obviously, everybody's back next week from uh, LA. Uh, there's going to be a huge flurry of uh, excitement and marketing and new releases of, of more information of the games that you want. I do want to talk about Rebellion. Uh, because well, we will done, in you know, this which part is the two. next one. Um, I do want to talk about Square Enix. I do want to talk about um, some other bits and pieces that we didn't talk about as well. So I'd like to talk about the fact that there's a new title out for the Nintendo Wii. Thirteen years. I didn't on. even see that. Just Dance 19 oh. is out on apart from other platforms. Cash Cow. The Nintendo Wii. Cash Cow. That's 13 years on. Yeah, but the thing is, look, we're probably going to fade out of music here and come in on the next one. But the point is, with games like that, it's the thing like Madden and FIFA. They have, it doesn't matter what platform you release them on. Remember, that's a universal title. So Renim will play that, Spike will play it, but so will adults and so will everybody else. So if you've got an old console mm. and you don't want to buy a new console to buy the new game. No. You just yeah. buy the game. So it, it, I think it works. I think. I sort of feel like I almost, I almost want a Wii. I just sold mine. Oh, for goodness. We'll leave it there. We'll see you for part two next time. Bye. <laughs>